This podcast is brought to you by The Pod Tower, hosted by the Watchtower database. Visit youtube.com slash thepodtower for informative, hilarious DC animation-themed podcasts and live streams every week. And check out the Watchtower database for DCAU video essays, timelines, fan theories, and more. And please, enjoy the show. You knew it. No, do it. Oh. Do it. Wouldn't it, they do just it. heard the? They just yeah. heard our version. <laughs> why do I play the the shittier oh, version? Maybe that's why we or don't is, do it. Is oh, that the shittier, shittier version? I mean, it's I the know. OG. Maybe we yeah. are our like theme are, are now our theme. Uh-huh. Wait, why don't you put that on the soundboard? Because it's not. I don't know. It has like a pickup note. <laughs> it has a it has a a transition moment like this is like catches you off guard like oh uh awkward pause where it's like if it was the other bit yeah. like you know it I doesn't mean, have the same effect it. no no you no could cut it the same spot <laughs> it's not it's not the same Jamie. but i should i should also leave the two seconds of silence at the start of Yes. <laughs> anyway, hi. Hi, Everybody. we're the Yoppy Dudes. We're the you don't say that anymore either. Coming at you from Big I have Bus, a Oregon. I have a, yeah, we just got to get all the things that we don't say yeah. anymore. Remember 2021? Twenty, <laughs> 1921? Of course yeah. I do. I was there. I was graduating high school. <laughs> Actually, I th- didn't we say your college... My oh Jamie, when did you graduate college? Uh, Twenty fourteen. Oh, weird that it was a hundred years after I graduated college. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. sounds correct. There's lore in here somewhere. What's the actual title of the podcast, Brian? Tell me. Yappy do. Oh uh, oh. Jump on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't where I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jamie, this is Jump on the Batwagon, the it podcast is. where we show... Oh, I, don't, I can't do this. <laughs> Reverse the pronouns. How, do, how, how does this work? <laughs> I, I, like, I actually don't remember what you say. <laughs> I'm James, and I'm here to show my friend Brian. That's Brian. Uh, and I'm Brian. And I'm James. The entire uh, DC Animated DC Universe. universe mm-hmm. is, is it in the controversial air date order still? From start to finish. From start to for start the to very finish first the, time. No, from start to finish, the controversial <laughs> no. air date order for the very first time. <laughs> and I'm Brian. <laughs> and uh, don't spoil things I, for Brian. I, now, I, listen, you listen, should watch Brian, it. Listen, and listen, then if listen. You, what? What? Listen. <laughs> that's my. That's my. I'm. I'm doing. I'm talking now. Uh, <laughs> you holding the talking stick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you holding the intro button? I don't think so. Uh, so now, the baby doll and time out of joint episodes. The most recent two episodes uh, have gotten a lot more uh, listeners than usual. Uh, yes, that's frankly, true. I feel it is because of our recent uh, jump to the bat wagon, the the TikToks, <laughs> the the shorts, the, the 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 reels, whatever you want to call them, the clips from the show that are like, look at yeah. these funny ass little dudes hanging out, talk about Batman, and people are like, oh, interesting. I had no idea, and then they come over here. So for uh, the sake yeah. of those people, 
we're we're being terrible of introducing what the fuck this is. <laughs> oh, oh. Is that what you your whole suck. rant is about? You're I bad. You're gonna be like, hey, new listener. Oh hi, welcome. Yeah, no, that's what I was. We what love I was you. Doing. Uh, but also, uh, th- you got to expect chaos in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, you're a few minutes in now, and this is what this is. So, I mean, no, we have, we do have a, we've got a foundation. Got, we have a structure, but we, we are start, structured individuals. <laughs> we uh, we start, <laughs> we start, we do our best. We we start off just oh, we just open the show, you know, we do whatever. Once we yeah. get into it, we get into it. But I mean, the 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 hilarity there is that like there's not usually much difference between when we start like either the Zoom call or if we're in person doing this. The fuck are you doing? It's just your hands kinda... is so clicky. Oh, it's because you're hearing through a different microphone. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> who's no one else hard. is hearing the clicks. I'm just gonna keep anyway. telling people that Brian's doing some stupid shit in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, do it. Do with your clicks. Do your clicks. It helps you. It's okay. I know. I don't right? mind. It's yes, fine. You do. No, <laughs> I do clicks. What were we I have saying? a spinning record on the back of oh. my phone. Listen, you're such a good DJ. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, just saying that we we this is just us, and then we eventually say, "Hey, it's time to actually podcast." Like five minutes after we've already started. Mm-hmm. So, um, welcome, new listener. If if that's you, let us let us know in in whatever Lettuce, comments tomato. or whatever you want to do. And uh, hey, Jamie, let's make a podcast. Okay, is that what the name of the podcast is? Brian and Jamie make a podcast. It's like yeah, because that that porno framework has never been used. What? What? Oh, Zach and Miri. So yeah, there you. you go. God damn! It's two thousand seven. When did that 12, come out? It's twelve twenty one. It's twelve twenty one. We recommend you watch today's DCAU episode before <laughs> listening to this, whatever this is, to get the full experience out of our discussion. I can't make you do that, but I can make Brian do that. At the time of this recording, Batman the Animated Series, what was it, 1222 now? 1222. Batman the Animated <laughs> Series is streaming on HBO Max, soon to be Max, and available no. on DVD and Blu-ray. And please, if you send in mail or leave a comment, do not spoil anything past this episode for Brian. See, I don't want to uh, know stuff. So just saying, you, you said mm-hmm. the whole like Max thing. I almost yeah. sent you a screenshot because HBO Max is still... Like I got an advertisement on Instagram oh. for HBO Max, and I'm like, they're not yeah. going to drop the Max. I, <laughs> what? You're not going to drop? Or the they're HBO. not going to drop the HBO? No, I'm it's sorry. been like officially announced and everything. There's yeah, a new no. logo. Yeah. No. Although no. I do see like the only time that I've seen it so far is on there's a trailer for like a Penguin TV series that's coming out like a spinoff of the new Batman movie, oh, and no. it's. It looks fine. I, Penguin was just a just fine part of that movie to me. Uh, I don't know why he's getting a whole show, but uh, at the end, it's uh, it's blue instead of purple, and it just says Max. And I'm like, well, that's oh. weird. <laughs> that's not gonna stick. <laughs> I also like that it's just like, oh, HBO. You know, like we've considered ourselves like we're not even TV. Like we're so much better than that. It's HBO, <laughs> and then they're and then they're like, but we're gonna drop that part of the name. <laughs> like, Look, uh, we're an elevated streaming service. Okay. Yeah. This is like the Adobe family naming convention. Lightroom, Lightroom oh, CC, yeah. Lightroom, but it means a different thing. We're dropping the CC. Uh, also, now it's Lightroom Classic, and it's fine. Also, the little icons that for like Photoshop is PS, After Effects is AE, Illustrator mm-hmm. is AI, 
Adobe Illustrator. <laughs> I've hated that forever. Yes. <laughs> they have to sit down here on the bottom of my computer mocking me at all times. <laughs> I always, whenever I had access to like, which hasn't happened in a very long time, like the full Adobe suite, I was always trying to spell stuff with the letters, but it yeah, doesn't yeah. work. Prapes is what mine, Prapes I, <laughs> is what mine says right now. Anyway, today's episode, we're watching Batman the Animated Series, Harley's holiday see this Uh, is where we start the podcast this is where we kind of start the podcast uh this originally aired saturday october 15th 1994 we skipped one week 10 a.m fox kids this was produced number 81 right after second chance what they produced every time i do do i all right this was produced i do it my brain is (laughs) so i am i'm I'm, I have whatever the ism is that where you're seeing words as you say them. Mm-hmm. And I still, I see the pra and then my mouth doesn't do it for some reason. <laughs> From now on, I will make sure I, this was produced in uh, number 81. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. I just, just pra, make fun of you. Pra. This was produced number 81 right after second chance and aired number 76. Writer Paul Dini. Director Kevin Altieri. I didn't write down stuff for them because they've been around long enough at this point. You, you know, know who they, they are. Know who they are. Music Lolita Ritmanis, your favorite. She's and my favorite. Animation by what do you think? Don Yang. There you go. That now we watch it. <laughs> Seventy six <laughs> episodes in, I still don't know how the fuck to get out of that and go watch the show. <laughs> well, it's pretty easy. There's just a clip from the show. <laughs> yeah. There's just me editing it in the future and cut, <laughs> cut me off at some point, James, just in the middle of the sentence or something. Are you all right? Wow, I never saw them do that before. Hey, don't I know you? I don't think so. Something about that chin. I know. You're Bruce Wayne, the boy billionaire. Hmm, unattached, I see. Um, <laughs> may I help you, miss? Uh-oh, enter the jealous girlfriend. Hey, remember me? That big charity bash a few years back? The one the Joker robbed? I was the clown girl holding the gun on ya! Oh, don't worry, I'm over the crime thing, see? I'm rehabilitated and ready to live my life right. How nice for you. Goodbye. Gee, you make one little mistake and they never let you forget. Yes. Yes. Yes? Yes. Harley's Holiday Veronica Vreeland (laughs) in a car. That was Uh, the best part. Was it the best part? I don't know. That was the whole episode. Veronica in a car. Veronica in a car. This is a subtitle? I don't know. Nah, we can do nah, better. Than we that. can do better. We can do better than that. What are you mm-hmm. what are you looking around for? My water. Your hyenas that live in your My hyenas. <laughs> I will not cough. <laughs> I will not cough. Is that the subtitle? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe. Wait, is that just a uh we watched we did it. We watched the episode. We did. You know what time it is for now? What time What now time it is, is for? for now? Twelve fifty seven. 
What you just watched Synopsis Take a listen to the Synopsis The short summary, which is sometimes kind of long <laughs> yeah baby well, tell me what happened yeah, in harley's holiday b ray uh harley gets released harley has a bad day and then she makes out with batman in the end no no <laughs> actually that'd be, that'd be pretty good to do <laughs> all the all the synopses that have been like extremely long we're we're on Number 76 in our bonus episode of extremely long synopses, and then we just get to one half a sentence of a description, and they're like, oh, thank God. I mean, that's a, that, I think that's, that's a full sentence. That is, that is pretty much what happened, yeah. I'll tell you the official synopsis. So much longer than that. Discharged <laughs> from Arkham Asylum. Harley Quinn and Batman had a discharge at the end of the episode, too. Uh, Harley, <laughs> oh, Harley Quinn tries to lead a sane, normal life. Sadly, she can't seem to stay out of trouble. And when a misunderstanding occurs, Harley makes the situation worse by stealing Bruce Wayne's car and kidnapping his girlfriend. This ignites a screwball chase that not only involves Batman and Robin, but the police, army, and Gotham's most dangerous gangsters as well. I don't think as well was required at the end of that sentence, but uh, yeah, I guess Batman and Bruce is dating Veronica now or something. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're at least shopping together. They're shopping and then Harley's like, oh, and unattached, I see, or something. She's all jealous and weird about it. And Apparently Harley has a type. Bruce Wayne and, and it's guys and that are Bat- like four or five times her mass. It's yeah, yeah. It's guys that are Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's guys, guys that are Bruce Wayne's suit in the uh, department store was just like, like he was wearing like six suits underneath the suit, like uh-huh. <laughs> it was like bloated or something. I don't know. The uh, I know we're gonna probably talk about it a lot, but it's very uh, interesting animation in this episode. Like it started out so bad, like yeah. early Batman bad art kind of days, mm-hmm. and then by the end it was fine. But yeah, it started by the, out by so the end, poorly. I there there was still a handful of shots throughout the episode that I was like, ooh, or haven't seen something like that in a while. But then yeah, the the rest of the episode, like ninety percent of it, I was actually like, hey, this looks this looks pretty good. Like not not in like in a still a different way, like a different. <laughs> this isn't what I'm expecting it to look like. This isn't like how I would draw it or whatever. You know, if I was yeah. trying to imitate the style and stuff, but it's like. It looked good, <laughs> I think. Anyway, the the like certain shots of of Veronica were like hyper detailed more than they like ever are. Like her, they're yeah. peeking out from behind the car door to see the tank coming and stuff like that. It was like, oh, there's like a thousand more lines on this than I would expect to see. But right. it also was like, oh, pretty art, good. I like. <laughs> yeah, but then they kind of like also like managed to like gloss over the ninja fish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That you yeah, that Robin's just like doing like two frames of fish spinning over and over uh-huh. again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the fighting itself was not amazing, but I'm not trying it to was, dunk on the episode. I think it was I think it was just fine. It was just it was good. Yeah, no, we're just yeah. dunking on the art. We're just this is what we do. Welcome to everyone the new listening to the podcast. This is what we do on the podcast is we talk about the show and what it meant to us in a terrible way. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there, there's, there are many shots in this that, uh, also have a, like, 
when you see like a moving object in a comic book and there's all those like whoosh, lines behind it, like wispy yeah. action lines. There's, there's like a lot of wispy action lines. Yeah, there's like someone will move real fast and you'll just see those lines for a frame or two and I'm like, what? Uh, that's not <laughs> what happens. <laughs> like I've never seen that before or not noticed it much. It just seemed like choices that were made earlier on in the show. Yeah. Which is why if this is produced so late, it's produced by a company that's or it's animated by a yeah. company that's done so much art. Like, why does it seem like an outlier? Yeah, it, it's like a it feels like it's like a B team or something like that. Like uh the other guys that work at Dong Yang did this one or something like that. And not in <laughs> not in a negative way, just in like a why is it it's labeled oh dong yang did this but it doesn't look like any of the other dong yang episodes or whatever yeah it's it's weird yeah the action lines and then there was also oh it was this the very beginning of the episode harley's sitting in the arkham doctor office and her like face and hair and just everything is just so different looking than we've ever seen her before. It's like you told you told someone what Harley looked like and asked them to draw her without <laughs> them actually seeing what she looks like. Uh, like, oh, a skinny blonde with pigtails and like big red lips, and she's in a Arkham jumpsuit. They're like, okay, and they just draw that. Like, yep, that's what the start of this episode is, but it's not. Yeah. It doesn't look like the show or whatever. It was kind of weird. So that was tipping us off to like, oh no, is this going to look weird? <laughs> and then the rest was just and fine, good slash good. So kind of did. I mean, it, and there but was yeah. just, there was weirdness throughout, mm-hmm. but the art also was like by the end, I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, you know, they they bothered to animate a spoon full of yeah, <laughs> yeah, the 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 billboard that had a little boy eating oatmeal. And she like catapults out of it and like chunks of oatmeal also fly out. <laughs> like, are we to believe there is real oatmeal in there? <laughs> how, how often do you think they refresh the giant oatmeal? I think it's, yeah, it's just like fluff. <laughs> it blows out of there every couple of days and they have to refill the, the oatmeal fluff. <laughs> There's just a like back alley behind that building that's full of oatmeal fluff that nobody's cleaning up. <laughs> they, you hate to see it. They say the villains are rotting Gotham City. It's actually Oatmeal Boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so let's talk about some other stuff. Yeah, I, I did like the... Like this says a screwball chase in the in the description, the synopsis. It made me think of like almost airplane style humor of the like all yes. the cars are coming at each other from the same direction. Everyone's finishing each other's sentences like in in that moment. And then they all just pile into each other, Blues Brothers cop car style, where it's like just an over the top. Like, like <laughs> I realized in that moment that like, you know, everyone's racing, heading toward the Veronica and Harley car, but the first person to get there and roll over the top of it is her dad. <laughs> dad. And then he goes, oh, Veronica, or whatever. Like, did you die? Did I just crush you to death? I would have been shooting tank missiles at you or whatever. <laughs> why? I, I still can't fathom that one. Yeah. Why did he, why was he doing that? Like, I will do anything to get my daughter back. I'm going to shoot at the car she's at with a tank. Hope I only hit Harley Quinn or the car and not my daughter. Right? Like, <laughs> the, it doesn't matter how accurate you are. If you're going to stop yeah. that car with a tank round, like you're going to be hurting your daughter. Yeah. There's no, there's no other like version of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like, he's like oh, so I, blind. Like he's so unhinged. Yeah. We get that when he's in, when he's in, yeah. uh, oh my God. Gordon. Thank you. 
sicky brain. <laughs> we get that when he's in Gordon's office and yeah. he like kind of just like goes off the rails and destroys his coffee. Yeah. Uh, so we know that he's kind of an <laughs> it was such a big deal too. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can I use your phone? I need to call in the military. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any other way to do that myself. A general. <laughs> he was also right. the, he, he was also the the depiction of draw a general for me. <laughs> like, yeah. like he's wearing like the the helmet and the the many uh awarded like decorated yeah, yeah. yeah uh jacket and he's got his little baton stick thing and everything. He also Isn't that had the exact same character design for that like I don't know what if it's like insurance or something like the general Oh yeah. <laughs> Go to the general save some time. Yeah. <laughs> Go to General Freeland. Yeah. He just he's not as short. He doesn't have his he doesn't have a big mustache. Yeah. Go to the general. He's gonna fuck up your coffee. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna roll over your daughter. <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> oh my god. No. Is that the general from the insurance commercial? No, that's the general from the insurance commercial in a tank. <laughs> He's still shouting his little his little jingle. <laughs> that was an amazing moment in animation history. I do okay. Uh, there's a few moments that we mentioned as they were happening where just like with Harley Quinade, I, I don't know if it's coincidentally because it's Paul Dini or what, but something caused there to continue to be like awkward, unnecessarily long pauses between moments in the episode. And M- it, the first one in the episode, yeah. like the very beginning was like the most awkward. Yes. It was like yeah. the handshake. There weren't a lot of them. Yeah. It was the handshake. Well, not, it. not the handshake itself. That's right. Yeah. Fine. But the pause before he talks. Yeah. You see him for like a long time. Like, it's one of those things that's hard to describe because it's more just like feeling the rhythm of the edit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, but it's just like, and then she says like, oh, such and such line to transition into the scene where I'm at the mall. Wait, wait. Cut to guy screaming about the hyenas. And I'm like, that was way too long. <laughs> yeah. Just cut to the guy. Like, I don't know. But that, yeah, it only happened really in that opening scene and maybe one other time. And I think the only other time it happened was maybe on purpose because it was the general like sitting there like, oh, what do I do next? And then he just rolls over the side of the bridge or whatever and goes down into crushes some asshole's car and <laughs> continues on his way. Yeah. <laughs> what an odd choice. Like, well, I can't catch them that way. I guess I'm yeah. just going to demolish this dude's car. I, I was pissed off, so I needed to take out my frustration or something. And look at yeah. this, like, there's a space to the side of that car that you could have just, <laughs> yeah, like, avoided just it. There, yeah. He's like, nope, this, this, this tank only makes right turns. Yeah. Well, it, or, 90 degree turns I, can't today. I can turn on a, a giant penny uh, <laughs> the, the that did remind me though that there this is one of the times now that we've like seen actual citizens of gotham city like present during a thing happening like All 10 million of them and uh, yeah but he even said like the on the radio like oh they've been spotted in like gotham square or something like that which you would think is like the or the city Times center Square. or something like that. Yeah. The most populated area, I guess, finally has like 20 people on the sidewalk that are actually mostly animated. There's a couple of shots. They were just like weird little paintings or whatever. But I was like, oh, people, 
there's like bystanders. There's not just like nothing happening. Because I was thinking about that when we were talking about that recently. That like, oh, where is everybody? I never see anybody. Mm-hmm. I wonder if most episodes you're supposed to just kind of put that out of your mind as like, oh, this is taking place in like the middle of the night and nobody's out or whatever. But I guess we saw like in the Christmas episode, there's a you know a shit ton of people walking around buying Christmas presents. Batman and Robin are doing their like nightly <laughs> like city <sighs> sweep sixty times or whatever, and there's people everywhere, but you never see them. So finally, there's just like citizens of the town. <laughs> like, hey, I, I was just reminded as you're talking about that that like that's kind of the impression I got of Sacramento. Oh, like I, a few times went to Sacramento and. There was just like nobody downtown. Like it felt like a ghost <laughs> uh, town the whole time. I just looked up the population and it's half a million people. <laughs> so like, I still don't know if like. Yeah. They haven't updated the census in a while. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just watching some video about the making of uh, uh, Day After Tomorrow. Uh-huh. Uh, or no, that's not the movie. What the fuck is it? Hang on. No, what's the zombie movie? Uh which one? No, not Night of the Living Dead, 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. That's the fuck. I was like 48 hours. No, that's a different movie. Day After Tomorrow. That's 28 Days Later is what I was trying to say. Where like the opening scene of, of is it Killian Murphy? Is that how you say it? He's like. I'm not Irish. Killian. <laughs> this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, where he's, he's it's walk, probably Killian. He's walking through the street in, in the middle of some, you know giant uk city i don't remember where it is london <laughs> sure i don't fucking know i've seen it once okay but there's nobody That's there first mistake <laughs> yeah there's nobody there and uh the you know making of thing was like that they they could only get that shot the like second the sun came up the, so that they had an exposure of any kind for the camera okay do we have one shot because people are going to start coming out of their houses and you know whatever like the completely empty street so that's what i guess what i don't know where i'm going with that you know it's just a thing that's <laughs> i'm a letting you know about addition it. to the podcast it's Thank a triv you. it's a triv <laughs> <laughs> is it though i don't know it's a triv about 48 hours whatever the fuck the movie's called do you want to hear the cast of this episode i would love to hear the cast okay Oh, they don't seem to be speaking, so I'll I'll tell you what their names are. Okay, thank uh, you. Ke- Kevin Conroy as Batman, Lauren Lester as Robin. <clears throat> nice. At this point, we're like, just it's just a thing we do. We're like, okay, hit the button. We're just going to sit here and kind of nod as it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in the beginning, it was like, oh, it's so cool. so funny. But you still were excited. You're like, is he going to talk? Is he going to talk? Yeah. And he pulls up. Yeah. I always love when we get a Bullock talking episode. That's yeah. Robert Costanzo as Detective Bullock. I didn't mention that. I thought you might have forgotten. Uh, for, new, for new listeners, we play that song because you see uh, Robert Costanzo also voice Phil in the in Kingdom Hearts, and then he says, "He says, get up on the Hydra's back." Now you're in on the joke, and you got it. Ha 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 ha! So Bob, funny. Bob Hastings as Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Franklin Cover as General Vreeland. Uh, I went to his IMDb, and he had a bunch of like little things in the seventies, but uh, most apparently the most the thing he's most known for is 251 episodes of The Jeffersons as a character named Tom Willis. I don't know the character. I've no, I don't. I haven't watched the show. I know what it is, but I haven't watched it. Hmm. 
Mary Lou Henner as Veronica Vreeland, Dick Miller as Boxy Bennett. He was previously Boxy Bennett in Harlequinade and Chucky Saul in Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, we had a little appearance by Henry Pollock II as Scarecrow uh, and Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn, of course. And then last, we've got Suzanne Stone as Dr. Joan Leland, who was the doctor signing her out of Arkham at the start. Holy moly, you got some hail or something. Yeah, I didn't know if you could hear that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Everyone, welcome to hail hour. Hail <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the bat wagon? Hail on the hail hail. Uh, Suzanne Stone was in 14 episodes of Sanford, uh, which was the sequel series to Sanford and Son, as a character named Sissy Lewis. She was also additional voices on, say it with me, Duckman Private, <laughs> Private Dick. Dick. <laughs> there you go. Hail oh. man, private hail. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's really picking up out there. Trivs. 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 Harley Quinn's legal parole documentation gives her the, gives her name as Harley Quinn. This is a legal system document which should be under a person's real name. It should have said Harley Quinzel. Oh, my God. The diploma stamped sane Harley displays from Arkham Asylum is signed by K. Altieri as a the episode's <laughs> director. I think it was just K. Alti or something, but still. Oh. Uh, when Harley and Veronica back away from the Batmobile, the marquee above the bijou reads, A porous lion, which you, you mm-hmm. noted. The, the triv here says, This appears to be misspelled pun on a chorus line, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's a pun, because why is it, it... like That's not even how you spell porous. So <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> I was also really like... It's a SpongeBob uh, musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, okay, well, it's some kind of nod to a chorus line, but I, yeah. I don't know what. And there's no triv about zombie poo. There's <laughs> 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 like big neon look, letters. Yeah. Was the, was the, like the aspect ratio on yours different? Because it like kind of looked like it could have been poo or could have been maybe like f o o maybe I, zombie maybe, food maybe, maybe it was yappy dudes maybe it was zombie foods <laughs> we have a, a new it, they changed their name because no one new piece of you, merch it's gonna no be the hol, hol, uh, zombie poo <laughs> For, what was that about 28 days later uh uh-huh. there we go that's why I brought it up. Uh, Boxy Bennett escapes in a fish truck labeled Foley's after Kelly yeah. Kelly Ann Foley, a crew member, ironically, from the sound department. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Whoops. She probably worked with the Foley. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what, I, I wondered if it was some reference to that, which is funny that I'd forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked Pete's fish prominently displayed behind Batman, like, Batman's got here, and then there's just Pete's fish. fish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) I really liked Batman, like, boxy, like, gave the rules of the situation yeah you know and talking to harley and they just hear batman respond got it yeah 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 there was a, there was good dialogue in this episode like it's there's great dialogue in this it, episode it was it was good paul dini stuff yep uh now this triv says the fighting moves used by robin spinning two fish against two villains <laughs> are the same moves used by bruce lee during his climactic showdown with two nunchucks in enter the dragon 1973 <laughs> Now, unless Robin's exact movements were based purposely on those moves, 
I uh-huh. I don't understand with the comparison because it's like Robin used fish like nunchucks. This is much like when Bruce Lee used nunchucks in a movie. Like, what? I mean, it was like not necessarily rotoscoped. I wonder if it was kind yeah, of like based choreographed the same. If that's true, then cool. But if mm. it's not, then it's like an opinionated triv. Tell you what, maybe <laughs> should just rate take... the trivs from now on. <laughs> maybe you should just take that clip, take it from Bruce Lee's fight. And then yeah. take the fish. What if they did? If they did rotoscope it, and Robin was just like extremely smooth during that part, it was like purposely. <laughs> I would like to see if the fish can transpose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somehow I doubt it. Uh, this is the first episode in which Harley appears in a non cameo role without the Joker. Oh, uh, and I looked up uh, this uh, episode in our archives of stuff came across a, a bit from Bruce Timm's uh, Modern Masters art book. We we talked about this in the first Harley Quinn episode where I had said, like, this is the first time Harley Quinn appeared in anything. And you're like, what, really? Mm. And I had said how, like, they didn't think that she would be, like, as big as she was or whatever. And so it was a while before she showed back up or whatever. Yeah. So there's this little little quote, the the interviewer asking Bruce Tim, did you have any idea that she would be a strong, strong enough character to eventually base, have basically her own episodes? And Bruce said, not at all. When Paul first mentioned the idea to me, I thought, okay, that's kind of clever. We put her in Joker's favor, but it wasn't until we got the footage back from overseas and we saw her on the screen that everybody instantly fell in love with her. As much as I didn't want to keep using her because I had this gut feeling, we kept trying to make the Joker scary and scary and scary, and by having his wacky girlfriend there, it brings out his goofier side. I was really concerned about that, but we all loved the character, so Paul kept sticking her in every Joker show. We would read it and go, I don't know, maybe we're overusing Harley. Joker's losing his edge. Sure enough, I think that is kind of the case. Eventually, she became such an integral part of our version of the characters, we were able to pull off some really dark stories with her, as well as some fun and light ones like harlequinade and harley's holiday Hmm. i guess i've kind of felt that way about the joker being a little too like silly or whatever not as threatening as when he's by himself or certainly in mask of the phantasm but it's not like bothered me like uh, damn it harley quinn is here i hate this or whatever Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you've felt any differently than that but no like for like joker specifically i guess yeah yeah if he if he's felt if he's felt less of a like threat or whatever if she's there (laughs) not so much like he just seems like kind of a wild multifaceted individual anyway like he's like super unpredictable all the time and so this just feels like his sort of like his like normal ups and downs i mean she like in harlequinade when she shows up at the end and he's Oh, I'm in the swimming pool in my onesie and and I'm like goofing around in a biplane with my pilot outfit and stuff like that. It's like not, I mean, he's got bombs, but he's not as like, yeah. he's not as spooky as when he walks into some guy's office and pins him down and toxins him and then gets him in the hospital. And you know, he's when, right. I don't know, all the stuff he was doing in the movie was really like scary uh while screaming and being returned to his cell the scarecrow screams all should feel anguish toward him as the god of fear in the comics god of fear was actually a title the scarecrow took when he sent all of gotham in a panic shortly after bane broke batman's back in the nightfall comic book story arc he broke batman's bat he broke batman's back he back 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 He's shouting a bunch of stuff and then and then turns to Harley and like, hello, my child, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and then keeps screaming. That was pretty good. 
Uh, this is the last thing I've got. This episode and the one previously aired, Time Out of Joint, were cited by Paul Dini in the book Batman Animated as being two notable examples of few and far between BTAS episodes with title cards depicting character portraits. Most often, the cards depicted an emotional impression of the given episode's theme. According to Eric Radomski, who designed many of the cards, going with the overall retro 40s feel we were giving the show, we wanted to treat the episodes as mini-movies. Mini-movies. The title cards allowed us to create great drama in a very subtle fashion. It was a process of trying to capture what the overall episode was and not just show a scene or moment from it. Hmm. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah, last time out of joint was just like in the art style of the show, Clock King standing there with a little shit-eating grin and, and like that was it. And this was like Harley Quinn with their hyenas in the art style of the show standing there doing... <laughs> doing like it wasn't as but, like artsy or whatever, but it was also I still mean, it was, art it deco. Was artsy, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was very art deco-y, which was, I think, yeah. like just having just watched it, I think that kind of framework behind her was similar to what was holding up the signs at the end of the episode. Oh, Maybe. Which was also a good part of the episode. <laughs> so, the, like, really talk about like, grasping at straws. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I kind of wanted to say that like the 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 more negative things are always the yeah. easier ones to talk about. It's yeah. always the, the stuff that's like more engaging and ha ha ha. We're laughing about it. How fun! Yeah, but like this was actually a really good episode. <laughs> okay. and I don't feel like that's we've like hear. taken yeah. enough to uh, any any moment to really say that. Sure. Um, you know, the art was crazy at times, but pretty good at others. The yeah. story was like, I like actually was feeling for Harley in this one. Like, oh yeah. man, because like, I think we've all had those moments where not necessarily you're doing things that <laughs> extremely, but you yeah. just keep like, you make a mistake and then another mistake and another mistake and all these little mistakes add up. Your and past you just, like, is haunting you. Lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't get away uh, from it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just yeah, really actually honestly felt for her in this episode. Yeah, I w- and especially that the last scene with when she like kisses Batman and stuff is always a little <laughs> bit weird. Like it's like Batman's a little too into it <laughs> or whatever. But it's it's a fun, funny little moment, and I I do really like the what are you looking at or whatever. And Poison Ivy just smiles, and then the episode closes out. <laughs> like she doesn't even say anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but the like why did you follow me around trying to help me all days i had a bad day too once or whatever and you're like good thing you only had one bad day batman or whatever i mean that's the life of a billionaire right yeah oh man i had one bad i had a bad day once yeah it was it was tough so what's it like for you peasants (laughs) right yeah oh man i've had troubles one time alfred forgot to bring me my ham sandwich in the bat cave and I wouldn't. I was hungry for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to Batman. <laughs> Clearly, that's, that's what, what he was, was talking, talking about. about. <laughs> it wasn't about his parents. He, he's long healed from that. We he's assume, talking about his ham sandwich yeah, day. We assume, but this show hasn't really shown us Batman's origin story, so we don't know for sure what's happened. What happened? Yeah. It was June fourteenth, nineteen whatever, and Batman yeah. wanted a ham sandwich. <laughs> Narrated by Doctor Wakati guy that narrates a babe and babe too <laughs> is that what it sounded like i don't know i was just putting that on it i guess <laughs> that's all the trips i've got uh do Those you want to talk about trips. keen effects in this episode uh, ninja ninja fish <laughs> i suppose <laughs> <laughs> i did like the neon signs and stuff the like little the mouth eating gum or whatever that was the <laughs> was neon kind of uh candy bar shattering candy bar yeah <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> 
I, I, it wasn't like a super <laughs> there's someone back Visual. there just smashing trash cans with a sledgehammer for the sound effect yeah like please sir can i stop I'm like no this is what i pay you to do time it right you ass <laughs> it has to be when the lips there were, you know what okay going back to like speaking negatively about things there were just some badly timed like i don't know if it was it had to have been the editing Mm. uh voiceover bits where oh. they just didn't line up did you notice that no like what mostly at the beginning <laughs> okay maybe like, the first five minutes of the episode was not dong yang i don't know what's going on but <laughs> yeah um but okay so keen effects something that stood out to me that it wasn't impressive but yeah. i just was really drawn to it no pun intended uh-huh. Were the headlights? They kept showing oh, Bruce yeah. Wayne's car when Harley was driving it from the front, and the headlights just had this like perfect glow. Yeah, there was like no lens flares. There were no lighting effects. None of those like detached floaty headlight beam yeah. things. But just like the glow of the headlights, I was just like, oh man, that's cool. Yeah, there there was like five different versions of headlights in this episode alone. Like we we we've there. we've had many an episode of this podcast where we go like, oh. Now flashlights and headlights or whatever are just circles. Where's the beams and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and now it's only beams. Okay. Oh, and now it's a it's sixteen overlapped lens flares. Okay. Now it you know like there's no like series bible determined way to represent lights or something like that. Like every animation company is doing it differently or no you know something. I, I don't know. But in this yeah. episode, yeah, there was there was Bruce Wayne's car had had good glowy headlights. Uh, Bullock coming up over the top of the hill. There was like lens flare orb things that shot over the hill before his car did, and then he came yeah. like a, like the lights were hitting the lens of the camera before he got like, you know what I mean? Like the, before he came into the view of the camera, which I yeah. think is kind of realistic, but also was maybe a little too separated from the car. <laughs> Uh, but then also when uh, I think it's Batman, yeah, Batman and Robin are stopped at the blue street light, <laughs> blue stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, car the Bruce Wayne's car with Harley in it, and then I think Bullock zooming after it have just the beams and nothing else. Like they're like static, they're like popped onto the car, just going moving with the car. So there's already just like a bunch of different. <laughs> no, this is what a headlight is or whatever in this. So I don't know. I'm not There's making fun of, of it, but it was, it was interesting. Dong Yang had different ideas. <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of I'm like Dong Yang headlights. No, I'm Dong Yang headlights. <laughs> yeah, you got some fucking hail over there, man. <laughs> I, I know. Any other keen effects in from this? There's not a lot of like cool things going on. There was there was a shot of uh, Veronica Harley driving down the street where the street was almost like 3D disappearing into the distance. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't quite tell if I was just looking at a really well done cell on cell on cell, <laughs> or if I was if I was if they used utilized the like budding computer technology they've been using lately for rain and atomic explosion lights and stuff like that but you know the first half of this episode you just triggered i wonder if that was a like if dong yang or whatever like messed up the first half of the episode so bad and then they needed like a quick re-edit oh yeah maybe that explain why the first half is like seemingly much different art 
maybe it's one of those situations like Grey Ghost where it's like, it's this company, but secretly we sold it off to this other company to, and we didn't tell anybody because we were overworked and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it's impossible for me to know unless like 60 people deep <laughs> to, you know, <laughs> I have the answer actually until, but like all we can know is like Dong Yang is credited for this episode, but it doesn't look like any other Dong Yang episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the art, like I was saying, the art is good. Like yeah. most of the art is good. It's just uh, that beginning. Yeah. Well, like 16th of the episode, I was cringing yeah. over. Dong Yang eventually either partners with or like merges with a company called Coco uh, and the the combo Coco Dong Yang is like almost the entirety of Batman Beyond uh, and a lot of Justice League episodes. Like they become the like standard like go to like this is the good one. This is the one that we use or whatever for a long time. And I can recognize <laughs> the handiwork of these people by being like, okay, like it's really on model. They have a very specific way of like doing like kind of overly rubbery facial expressions, but in a good way, like in a, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, Oh yeah, that looks right. Or whatever. Stylistic. Yeah. My brain goes like, mm, yes, good. When they're doing an episode. And the only time that I, since I was thinking about that the whole time, like, is this really Dong Yang? I'm like going to look for the like Dong Yang isms. And mm -hmm. the only time that I saw it was the scene where Harley's like talking to Veronica. She says like, I'm going to, you know, not press charges if you keep me alive or whatever. And Harley's face, like in that entire conversation was as if like Dong Yang animated Harley's face in this scene and ever someone else did everything else or something. It was really mm. weird. Uh, but it wasn't like jarring, bad, like, whoa, what the heck's going on? It was just like, oh, I see it right now. So I don't know. I don't know why I'm stuck on that because it's very, it's a very like obvious part of watching this episode, I guess. Batman's usefulness. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty useful. He, yeah. he was always, he was playing catch up for most of the episode, but I would say that overall he was useful and maybe yeah eventually getting his message through to Harley even. I appreciated that he, the, you know, the glass breaks, Harley's causing a scene in the store and he's like, oh, I got to go or whatever. And I was like, oh, so obviously he's going to, you know, run down the corner and he'll mm -hmm. pop in as Batman. But no, he just runs in as Bruce and is like, miss, don't you want to not fuck this up? You just got out of jail <laughs> like that guy or whatever. Like he's like trying to still be his like compassionate Batman self. But he's like, I don't need to be Batman to do that. That would that would make make this worse or whatever by showing up as Batman. So right, yeah. yeah. But then she just pops out anyway. I'm armed, she says, as she holds an arm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that was a pretty good scene, though, with the like, the it's just the security tag on the on the dress, and you're like Harley, just, like come no. on, really, yeah, Harley, <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll give Batman seven and a half mannequin arms out of ten. Nice. Thank That's you. about what I was going to say um, <laughs> because of a slow uptick. Uh, I'll give him uh, a 7.75 Ooh. 
uh, slowly disintegrating Bullock's cars. <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah, Bullock's car just gets shittier and shittier. Over the car. <laughs> he crashes it like six times. Yeah. Yeah. The point at the end where he's just like, my car is shit. I'm going to kick off the roof and drive over this fire hydrant because yeah. I give no fucks anymore. Yeah. He like kicks down his hood and kicks off his bumper or something and then just goes. Yeah. He just drives yeah. over the fire Parts hydrant. Parts come flying yeah. behind him. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just every scene is just worse and worse. I wonder if that's like his personal car, like a pizza boy would be like, you put the logo on their own car. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's not the like, it's not the police department's car that they've loaned him or whatever. It's just his car. He have, He's you not know, even on the clock today. He just happened to be driving down the street. Well, that Bull- pisses me off. <laughs> I feel for Bullock. You know, he's like kind of a, he's kind of an ass and he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. But he always does seem to be getting the short end of the stick. Like he's always the fall guy. It's fun to be able to kind of like sympathize with him or like, I'll enjoy Bullock as a character or whatever. Cause he started off very like, yeah, fuck this Batman guy. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a worthless, yeah, possibly no, he's, corrupt he's good, police officer or something. He's had yeah. a good arc. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just thinking like, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to get another tattoo tomorrow and, uh, mm. maybe I should just like <laughs> get Harvey, Bullock. like, you know, the guys, I, like I, <laughs> I have this whole art piece thing worked up, but like maybe instead I'll just get to like a Bullock tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> you're so influenced. You're, you're so like moved by this character. <laughs> He's just the best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a top 10 characters list. Or something. <laughs> I can't t- wait till we get to the, uh, the show Bullock beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to make any sort of joke about that without revealing anything about the show to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, the world always needed a bullock. Uh, anyway, uh, this is a books or hip hop. <laughs> uh, I'd say this is hip hop. What about you? Yeah, it's pretty damn hip hop. I'd say. Do we need? It doesn't do we, feel books at do all. Do we need to? Introduce- no, new new listener. I'm not going to tell you what this means because we don't know either. <laughs> uh, do we put this on the top ten? We have a top 10 list. Maybe we should read the top 10s regardless for all the new listeners. You don't have to read the shitty fart versions that I wrote on your list. Okay, but but you have to read yours exactly as it is. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Uh, My list from 10 to... (laughs) Damn it. Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) so, So many different changes. <laughs> okay, just, just, just. <laughs> I keep, I keep going down and reading the next one, and it's also really funny. Okay, Jesus, um, thank you, thank you. Uh, okay, my list from ten to one is Beware the Gray Ghost. Point mm-hmm. of, is it point of view or just POV? It's just POV. POV. Yeah. Okay, uh, Beware the Gray Ghost. Uh, POV, Pretty Poison, Joker's Favor, Second Chance, Almost Got Him, Riddler's Reform, uh, Robin's Reckoning, Feet of Clay Part 2, and Heart of Ice. Interesting. Mine seem to be all uh, episodes of a different show, I guess. Uh, if you can read between the lines here, new listener, uh, we, we like to fuck with each other's uh, top 10 lists. So this is the top 10 list for Jim, who is a butthole. Uh, in reverse order, from 10 to 1, I have Shalom of the Bat, parts 1 through 2. The Man Who Licked Batman. <laughs> Riddler's Reform, that's, with an that's, N. That's not Riddler's. Oh, Riddler's Reform, sorry. 
It has red lines under both words since they don't exist, so I, I couldn't read it quite well. Second chance to chance. <laughs> Almost got Imogen Cunningham. Heart of Ice Ice Baby. Two-piece bikini part one. Fett of clay. I assume like Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, number two is redacted. Uh, <laughs> used, used to be uh, on leather wings. And one, Robin's reconsidering his career choice, part one. <laughs> it's not, I think it's not as nearly as funny as when I was just reading them in my head. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not as funny out loud. If you want to just cut that and read your actual list, that's I'm, okay. Or I could leave both in. Yeah, Shadow of the Bat, Man Who Killed Batman, Riddler's Reforms, Second Chance, Almost Got Him. Heart of Ice, Two-Face Part 1, Feet of Clay Part 2, On Leather Wings, Ugh. and Robin's Reckoning Part 1. Uh, I don't proud of you. think I... Uh, this is a really fun episode. It is really fun. Uh, I don't think we fully expressed that too well <laughs> in the podcast. but <laughs> No, we didn't. We were in the mode of like, okay, what terrible things can we talk about? Because that's just kind of what we have been doing. It is fun to do that. It's fun to tear apart the bad stuff, but it's also... It's got to be said when it's not bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we got to uh, get a little bit of that, like Jordan Blumen inspiration, and be a little more optimistic about these. Things, I know I he tells us to do that. He does. Um, it's right. It's kind of almost right there with my number ten, which is Shadow yeah. the Bat. Yeah, I mean, same. Be, yeah, because I think Shadow the Bat's on here for me because when we watched it, I was like, oh, this was way better than I remembered, and whatever was cr is currently here at the bottom of the list, I think it's better than that. So that's just been like sitting at my number 10 waiting to be kicked off by something better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't I don't know if this is better. I don't I think I'm going to have to go with no. I'm going to leave mine alone. Um See, but it's I, very I'm, close. I'm so on the fence. Yeah. And I'm like you have Beware the Grey Ghost as your number 10 right now. I know. And I love that episode and my thing is like <sighs> like Oh, by the way, listener, Brian finally wrote out <laughs> the descriptions of each episode so that he can remember what they are. I uh, can, because <laughs> I want to have an honest impression of the yeah. things. Like, I loved POV. I think I, I should have rearranged the order. Yeah, you got four shuffles left, but you got <laughs> hundreds of I episodes. I know. Well, I should... Okay. <sighs> We've had this rule this whole time, and I'm trying to decide now whether that should be that we... Cause if we're going to split our top 10 lists into into like top 10 for the show we're currently watching and the yop 10 for everything it'd be cool to have the like five shuffles per show per show yeah that's, that's or maybe just actually. three even because i'm looking at this now and i'm just like yeah you know what like pretty poison like awesome uh pov awesome but i'm like not Still, as good I, as this I'm episode more, to me. I'm more, yeah, I'm I'm more impacted by Beware, be, be fucking God. Yes. I'm more impacted beware the gray by fart, Beware the Grey Fart, as it says. Ghost. Yes. <laughs> I, let's, let's make that change now. Let's say each show gets oh, three, three shuffles total. So we've used one. Okay, so then we'd so have. So far. So you'd have two. <laughs> yeah, and you have, we both have two shuffles remaining. Okay, for I'm going to, I'm going to use a use damn one of those. shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get. Okay, here we go. I'm going to try to Google Doc my way through this. <laughs> Live on the podcast, Brian types letters you can't see. <laughs> I know. Is this engaging? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do, do this. Boom. 
Beware the great fart. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> From out of the shadows comes the great fart. <laughs> Voiced by Adam West. <laughs> it's not me anymore. I'm not the great fart. <laughs> did I do this right? Yeah, you did. Wait, what did I kick off? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Joker's favor was above pretty poison. So you've deleted Joker's favor. Oh, that's that's my problem. But if you want to delete POV and keep Joker's favor, then you choose. That is what I want. Oh, man. You know it's what? The, it's the end of POV. <laughs> but is point of view, is POV better or more impactful? Than pretty poison. Than pretty poison. Yes. <laughs> I think you're honestly I think you're right. And if I'm doing a full if I'm doing a full shuffle, I'm yeah. going to get rid of pretty poison. Oh, okay. wow, what a day. Damn. <laughs> what a day. We got rid of pretty poison. I'm feeling better about this because I feel yeah. like I I've been I've been holding on to it adjusting my list cuz I'm like I can't kick off Beware the Great Ghost yeah. because again like whether or not you think Jimmy, you yes. or anybody else thinks that like th the impact or whatever of Beware the Grey Ghost, like the reality is, is that like months later, I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. I, Which it's when we you've had such a hard time getting rid of it, and I remember when we watched it, it, it was really good, but you also had a plenty like negative to say about it which made me think like okay like maybe your memory of the episode is better than what you felt in the moment but it which is, is something kind we've of, talked a lot about with the show yeah yeah and it is kind of about that in a way of like it stuck with you or whatever so it's not that there's nothing like invalid about that or whatever <laughs> yeah uh, like I'm, I'm not saying it's the best episode ever yeah. like obviously on leather wings is, is awful but it's still your number two <laughs> of, number two of course yeah you mean redacted yeah. <laughs> um well uh, and i also think it's that like that yeah. staying power and the whole like i don't need yeah. to of course maybe it's an easier you know th there's only one gray ghost episode but like i don't have to look back on the synopsis to know what that episode is and yeah. still like think about like like one of the biggest things for me was like well what was what was adam west's impact doing that show how did he feel it was basically a yeah. metaphor for his life and his career up to that point well what what was joker's favor about without looking at the thing <laughs> uh joker's favor was the guy who he he did i can't remember what he did but he ended up basically in the Joker's pocket and the Joker's like, yeah, I'm going to be yeah. like, you know, making good on this sometime. And then it goes. It was road rage. He ran him off the road and. That's ah, what it was. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And so I think this is like, this is where the, the top 10 list gets like muddy for me. And also why I needed to write those synopses yeah. down is that like there's, there's, okay, this is a quality episode and it belongs in the less list. And then there's the, okay, the episode was like so so but it had these like such like emotionally impacting moments that it belongs right. on the list and it's always just gonna be like that's how you personally felt about it it's not right or wrong mm -hmm. <laughs> except for on leather wings but <laughs> I, I think it's also good that we changed the shuffle amount because like this show is the longest of any of the shows uh, mm -hmm. by like 30 episodes <laughs> and there's going to be a point where if, if we had that many shuffles in total it might have kept it might have been okay but we would have had that feeling the whole time of like oh i can't i can't oh I can't yeah do it. until like the last show so i yeah. think this is cool moving it yeah. to three shuffles per show 
Yeah. That seems That's fair. plenty for the remaining shows, I think. So mm-hmm. Zeta Project, seven shuffles <laughs> <laughs> for 26 episodes. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is the part where we do the... Yeah, yeah. That yeah. That one small extra yap. Put it we drop what we drop our weekly yops. Oh yeah, those into the comment box. First. There sure was a lot. Now Jamie's mad. Too bad we're all. At least I am. Just Dylan Pollock. Yay! Let's say you almost didn't do it. <laughs> After we do the Yappy Mail, new listeners, uh, we come back and I tell Brian the name of the next episode, and he tries to guess what it's about. It's Just not tries that. to. I get it right. It's he he get he tell he it's knows. It's remarkable. It's it's always so good. Uh, if you want to uh, reach out to us like the fire hand at the end of the cat in the claw part two, you can email us at batwagonpod at gmail dot com. I did it. Please keep voice messages <laughs> under 60 seconds, one per person, just for the sake of the length of the show. You can and should also leave us a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel, which may be where you're listening to this. And if so, thank you. Cool. Please subscribe. Uh, also, this first uh, don't, it's just, it's on everything. Don't it's on everything. It's on everything. Because we had it's a on comment everything. on a YouTube short being like, hey, is this on Spotify? Yeah. Which like. I mean, one, you can just check if it's on Spotify. Like, yes. <laughs> you can. You can. Yeah. Uh, this is from Pedro Enrique. Thoughts on Harley's Holiday. Hello, James and Brian. Back again to share my thoughts on this week's episode. Welcome back. Oh, by the way, I still can't believe Dan Reba actually listened to the messages. That feels insane to me. The actual director of the episode listening to my silly words. Anyway, yeah, we feel <laughs> that should, way, too. You should feel how he is talking to the guy for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here's my thoughts on Harley's Holiday. One. So Veronica Vreeland at this point has already been a victim to Gotham's biggest villains multiple times, but only now because of a big misunderstanding, her father shows up. Where was he when his daughter was falling in love with the penguin? In the military. <laughs> yeah, in a tank on his way. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about it all. The, Shooting missiles at, yeah, at the penguin. Yeah, yeah. we didn't talk about the uh, like, remember that thing with the Joker and you did the blah, blah, blah. I was the clown girl with the gun to your head. Yeah, that was really good. Line. That was one like, of my oh, favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, two, you know, it's good Bruce trained Dick in the fish fighting style. They may not have survived this episode. <laughs> Three, General Vreeland's military mind at work. I'm just going to fire directly at my daughter. That should help save her. Okay. Also, when, when get- <laughs> it's not just a, also, when given the chance, I will completely run her over with my tank. With a savior like that, who needs enemies? <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Would the Joker be jealous or angry that Harley killed or kissed Batman? Not killed. <laughs> he would be jealous that he, she killed him. But uh, uh, that's a good question. How, how does he know. feel about non-monogamy? <laughs> how does he feel about Harley kissing the person that he hates the most in the world? I don't know. Uh, I love this episode. It keeps going with this season's theme of villain redemptions. It uh, gave me just enough hope that Harley was going to turn good. Overall, I really liked the direction of this episode. In fact, I think I've liked all the Harley episodes. Until next week, stay yappy. You stay yappy as well. This is from Scarloe one Jump on the Mechanic Wagon Season 2, Episode 10, baby. Hello, sir, and welcome to Jump on the Mechanic Wagon. Whee! I'm your host, Scarlowy One. In this episode, I'll tell you about Season 2, Episode 10 of Early Made Series, The Mechanic's Holiday. Oh, perfect. Bruce was on his way to Paris for his first vacation in many years. While on nice. the plane, he was talking to a man sitting next to him. Then my boss tells me he wants the floor of his car to be made out of paper <laughs> with shade. Can you believe that? Uh, 
Earl then got up to use the bathroom. He bumped to a man. After a second, he realized who the man was. You're the ruler. Yes, I am. What are you doing on this plane? <laughs> That's none of your business. <laughs> Good point. Earl then returned to his seat. The end. <laughs> this episode was a bit anticlimactic, but that's most of the episodes. Anyway, see you next week. Same TV time, same boo-boo channel. I kind of like the idea that this is just taking place at the end of the first Riddler episode where he escapes on his plane, but Earl's just like, oh, I seem to have gotten on the wrong plane. Like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> Why are you on this plane? Why are you on my plane? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> this is from Scotty Cameron. Harley should have waited for the clerk to remove the tag. Hey, you happy dudes. Great show as always. Harley's Holiday is a good, fun episode. It's also one that makes one feel bad for Harley in some ways. Here, oh, she yeah. just she just wants to live a normal life, but her paranoia starts to get the better of her when she doesn't realize that tag had to be removed by the clerk. Seriously, did Harley never buy items like that before becoming a supervillain? I enjoy the puns this episode and the next one. Have a lot of fun with puns. Batman should tell Bullock to go see Earl Cooper after this episode. <laughs> Maybe that happened in an ETAS episode set around this time. Sure. <laughs> Stay yappy. Uh, this is from Taprikot. Caught templations on Harley's holiday. Lots of caught thoughts coming at you at roller skate zooming speed. <laughs> only only the best uh, for, on, for one of my favorite episodes. Wait a minute. Uh, when did she take the roller skates off? <laughs> yeah, I guess when they got out of the car at Boxy Bennett's place, but we never see that happen. Yeah, hmm. you were like driving with roller skates. That's one way to do it, or something. <laughs> All right, hello, JoJo and Bizarre's Adventure. That was me jumping on the nickname wagon. Without further ado, uh, here's Marley again. <laughs> yeah. Contemplations on Harley's holiday. So the animation was a standout in this episode. It wasn't the most on model, but you could tell it was done by people who did a lot of anime, and in a way, I really liked. Okay. I felt like the regular style, but crisper and more expressive, and I almost wish that it had been the style that BTAS eventually updated to later. I um, love the classic look we end up with eventually, but something about the stylistic choices in this episode, like the eyes and the hair texture and the movement and the expressions, just really popped and added a lot yeah. to it, which is important for such a fast-paced and comedic yet touching episode like this. I think that the story fits really well within its runtime, and we get to see something new, an actual real attempt at reintegrating after Arkham, something I don't feel like is talked about enough. Similar to real life, Harley experienced a lot of overstimulation and panic and overwhelm, like some felons do, because even though trying her best, things are tough. Every plot line and small adversaries tied together great, and I enjoyed how this episode fleshed out not only Harley, but Veronica too. Don't have time to dig into everything, it was just a really heartwarming episode that was really funny and also humanizing for a bunch of our main characters at the same time. Even Crane gets a moment of connecting to Harley as a teacher. Um, and also, uh, the one, first one without Joker. And it, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Allerg allergies. Uh... Yeah, I, I I guess I hadn't thought about how like Riddler's Reform, uh, Birds of a Feather, uh, Second Chance, all the ones that have been like I'm the bad guy and I'm gonna not be a bad guy anymore have all been like Psych, I did that, I said that to get out of jail or whatever. Whereas right. this one's actually like she's wanting to not be Harley Quinn anymore or whatever, and then just. Well, the world's against me five minutes later, so I'm just going to be Harley Quinn again, <laughs> I guess. You know, the, the the one thing for me that didn't really check out is, like, why did she have her fur full Harley Quinn get up With her, on yeah. her person? Yeah, like, yeah. Waiting that, for the opportunity or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, I, I kind of wish they just, like, you know, maybe they did kind of more of a, like... Uh, I, I always want these to go darker, even though it's, like, <laughs> yeah. now a, well, a you kids. Well, you... Once we get past this show, you'll start getting your, like, oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> when you well, want something to do something, I think it will do that thing. <laughs> nice. So my, my thought was that, like, 
maybe you know she had her like bright red lipstick on she could have like smeared it across her face and it could have been more reminiscent of the yeah. Harley look or something you know she had the A red and white Harley outfit look, already yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, that would have been a good opportunity for like an, a new costume or like just a temporary this episode look for her or something like that. Yeah. Or wait, what about like what if she grabbed clothes off the rack that were like yeah big similar? Yeah, yeah. Because hmm. they're fighting in a costume shop or something. Oh, they got the Harley Quinn costume. Uh, this is GCN Musical Minute from Jordan Blumen. Here we go. I gotta find the harmony. You're listening to GCN, Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. Tonight, Harley Quinn got in some trouble after being released from Arkham Asylum, but that's hardly our top story, because hardly. our top story tonight, some fucking madman drove a tank through the city. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> now over to the music. Thank you for leaving space to laugh. I really like the uh, 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 the leitmotif here. I realize this is the same leitmotif from uh, Harlequinade, which I assumed was a one-off uh you know, theme just for that episode, but I guess that's Harley's leitmotif, yeah. as it turns oh. out. So that's pretty cool. Also, the uh, flowery romantic music playing when she kissed Batman <laughs> cracked me up. <laughs> Never apologize for loving your fandom and try to stay optimistic. Yeah, there's like sexy saxophone music going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, having seen all of these, or at least most of these, like, dozens of times, it's going to be... Oh, yep, that's the Harley Quinn music. Like, it doesn't stand out to me as, like, pick up on it now. It's the first time you're ever hearing it or whatever. Um, but I don't think it shows up hmm. a, a ton, like, maybe in a couple more episodes after this. But, yeah, that's cool. Dino-faced individual. Harley's holiday hench reviews. My random dino thought before we begin our hench review in earnest. Screw Batman and Harley's shipping. This episode made me want Veronica and Harley. <laughs> yeah, that worked pretty good. Fair point. I will say there is also the, the shot of them, like the tank just shot at them, and then they're like peeking up over the car to look at the tank, gets often mistaken as being Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Oh, because really? Because all you can see are like Veronica's hands and her like top half of her head. Okay. Uh, and it's always bothered me. That's not Poison Ivy, idiots. Yeah, get with it. Uh, comments <laughs> comments submitted by Cardboard Boxy <laughs> again. I really didn't want to have to be making another review for Harley, believe me. I didn't, I didn't, mod team. Every time I think I'm rid of hot clown girls, the universe just sends one back at me. Of course, said clown girl toys with my affections yet again, and then a bat comes down and ruins everything. Hell, his sidekick snapped me with his fish. Wait. Well, if I had to rate Harley anything, it'd be negative five stars. Why don't any of these girls understand I'm a nice guy? Hey, everyone. Hench reviews moderation here. Um, we're going to just give Harley the five out of five for this one, if for no other reason than having the patience to tolerate this guy more than two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny that I think those are the two total appearances of Boxy Bennett, and they're in, like, almost back-to-back -back episodes. <laughs> and then he's just gone forever. <laughs> he gave up the life. I guess so. I'm going to check to see if uh, Dylan Pollock has sent in his weekly voice message because something tells me he hasn't. Oh, shit, there is one. Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't get the notification, so luckily he got it in on time. Uh, this is Robin Equips Fish, plus 150 attack. Yes, I did get a text while recording, so say hi to Jizzle. <laughs> Here it is. Hey, it's time for the Thoughts of the Week from Dylan Pollock on Harley's Holiday, or Harley's decreed to not have donkey brains. Do you have such a certificate, Batman? <laughs> Always sunny reference. I like how Scarecrow's doing his I'm the master of fear thing, and Batman just keeps walking like, use a bitch. 
Uh, the mannequin, I'm armed. That's a that's a high quality gag. Just saying. I like yes. that pretty much everyone except the the general is very understanding of Harley being spooked and not wanting to get in trouble and just being scared. It feels very unrealistically compassionate in a nice way because, you know, the real world is just garbage. <laughs> uh, it's a great ending. I don't think this season's had a weak episode yet. Hi, Jizzle. And Robin, his usefulness rises like 150% when wielding fish, and I just think that's great. <laughs> Maybe if we just give Robin some dead fish to wield at all times, he could really actually help out. <laughs> Time of the question of the week, James's favorite part. Yay. What famous person have you met that got you the most excited, inside oh. or outside of the DCAU? Uh, random one, I met Matthew Broderick, and he seemed very annoyed to be recognized, but he <laughs> begrudgingly took a selfie with me. <laughs> uh, my answer is Katie Sackhoff from Battlestar Galactica slash uh, The Mandalorian that's currently on, on uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, she was at a convention 2015, I think. And I still have been trying to get Joe, who has been on this podcast a couple <laughs> times now, to watch Battlestar Galactica, and he refuses to. And uh, my plan was to go up in the question line and just ask her to like shout angrily at my phone as I recorded her to tell Joe to watch Battlestar Galactica. Uh-huh. And instead, she asked me to come up on stage and film the entire room shouting Joe Scott watched the fracking show uh, <laughs> at, what? at the phone. And she, have I not shown you this video? No. <laughs> yeah. And then she, you know, comes back up on stage and I, I got to touch her hand and help her back on the stage and it was cool. You're a creep. And it's, it's a, I'm not, it's not creepy. I touched her. (laughs) But then uh, I was, I was so like elated from that interaction being the first time I tried to get an actor from that show to tell Joe to watch it, that I have since interacted with other people from the show and tried to do the same thing in terms of like, can you please tell my friend Joe to watch the show? And they always like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) No, I'm like, Oh man, like she kind of ruined it for me, (laughs) but it's still, it's a highlight. It's a highlight. That's great. Um, do you have any celebrity interaction that you wanted to talk about? Um, One time Tim Minchin a... punched me in the dick. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Minchin didn't punch me in the dick, but he did comment on my seating choice at his concert. I've mostly, I've mostly met... Why? Because <laughs> uh, I ended up in the... Uh, what's that called? The like area kind of up over the stage. It's like not balcony. There's another word. Yeah, the up. like crow's nest or whatever the fuck i know what you're talking about (laughs) i know it's kind of similar i know what you're talking yeah anyway so he shouted that during the concert um but yeah i've mostly met musicians i met uh cheech marin from cheech and chong that's cool when i was young but like i think the most impactful uh kenna uh there's a musician by the name of kenna Mm -hmm. uh he's dude out of Oh God! I need, Kenya. To, I need to research. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, that's not right. He's from Addis Ababa. Okay. Oh. Uh, so Kenna, he's an Ethiopian musician, and I've just like always been in love with his stuff. It's always really creative and really wild. And like, I was at his show and just like walking to the bathroom, and then he was just there, and I was oh. like, oh my God, Kenna! And he's just like, oh hey, and he's like super nice and super polite. And I was just like, kind of, you know, like fangirling like crazy. Yeah. And he like stopped me to be like, hey, w- w- what's your name? And I was like, 
like that's so not important. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm I'm Brian, and he goes, I'm nobody. Oh. He's like, Hey, Brian, it's nice to meet you. My name is Kenna. And I'm like, Yeah, it is. I know it is. <laughs> My uh, name is uh, brr, 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 a brick. Uh, uh, <laughs> you had like a flash forward from several years in the future. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Time bent. I was just yeah. like so into that one, but yeah, he was just like, That's cool. The night, the nicest, like yeah. arguably one of the nicest people I've ever met. So. Uh, let's see. This is from Blue Knight Beyond. I like how in the episode, this is about time out of joint. Uh, Batman was like, if a car hits us, it might trigger an atomic explosion, but mm-hmm. proceeds to shoot his grapple gun through his car, forgetting that he may trigger an atomic explosion. Right. <laughs> Which kind of makes you wonder how this works. Like if they touch stuff when they're going fast, does everything trigger an atomic explosion? Like when Batman disarmed Mayor Hill's hammer, shouldn't the hammer hitting the ground trigger an atomic explosion? <laughs> I can see Batman coming back and realize the explosion he tried to prevent still happened because the hammer hit the ground, causing an atomic explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like the way you think yes and also the of course relevant to the clip from from the episode that we posted as a short that was uh the about the bikes yeah you didn't uh, need to trigger. include me in that one at all i don't know why you did <laughs> i did because you hadn't said anything so i was like i better have brian talk no, this. <laughs> you can just leave me out if it's not relevant no you're in there this is from zane Beatty. I'm back and caught up after a short hiatus. I got married or just added realistic sounding lore to this sock puppet account. (laughs) Congratulations either way. Uh, Great to hear Dan join you for double Robin's grunt and give it to the next person or Riddler's reform. (laughs) No no apostrophe since this is the first draft of my comment. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Noah, oh, when you guys get to Superman, will the show be jump on the super wagon? I did reply to this as pod tower, uh, but I figured it was kind of irrelevant question because that's coming up soon we have talked about this on the show before but the title will stay the same uh my my very loose uh reasoning for this has just been that batman and or batgirl are on every show that we're gonna watch (laughs) so there's still a bat person (laughs) it still counts as the bat wagon it's fine (laughs) are you gonna change the art in any way yeah no i'm i when we watched mask of the phantasm i did the mask of the phantasm like cover art with us on it instead oh that's uh, true yeah i'm gonna change the the logo will stay the same it'll just be you know swapping out like the main character or whatever uh pulling the wagon or doing something else with the wagon and then the movies will continue I, i'm gonna try to continue to redo the the poster art for the movie with us as the something it's gonna be harder for the next one the next movie we watch the art is much more integrate. Like it's a big painting for the poster. So I'm going to have to figure out like, how do I put us in this and take Batman just, out of this just Photoshop? <laughs> Actually, I think I know exactly right now in my head. I think I know exactly which two characters I'm going to replace with you and me. And it's way funnier than what I've thought of before. Okay. <laughs> so we'll get to that. Uh, this, so yeah, the title is the same. Uh, This is from Wishbone, the dog from the PBS show. I think I've made this joke before. According to this video's YouTube-generated transcript, the word time is said 188 times. You guys were so close to breaking 200. (laughs) Also, Brian Brian not knowing Superman can fly and instead thinking he could only leap tall buildings in a single bound may just be one of the most old man things he's ever said on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I I was asking about the mechanics of this flight. Okay. I know, I know. It's, yeah, it was too good not to include. No, I love that. Uh, Batgirl, fangirl. 
Harley's Holiday. I think this one is probably my favorite Harley Quinn episode of the series. She's so adorable in this one, you can't help root for her through her many zany antics. I'm not sure how many bumpers Harvey's car has, but one seems to fall <laughs> off every time he crashes. <laughs> the, the part where the henchman turns around and runs into a post never fails to make me laugh. We didn't talk about that either. Oh, we didn't. <laughs> the, Damn it. The guy really like uncomfortably backing up from Batman, and he's like an inch away from a street pole, and then he just turns around and slams right into it. It's really good. It was so well-timed. Yeah. Uh, I love the animation in this one. It really suits the episode. I thought the facial expressions, particularly Harley's and Veronica's, were exceptionally well done throughout. Such a keen podcast, guys. Five stars and five nunchuck fish. (laughs) That's a new emoji. Yeah. Uh, Nick Sorensen. I think I'm supposed to say this one in the uh, Clock King voice. It was exactly two years, zero months, and 17 days between when Clock King's debut episode first aired on Fox Adults and his reappearance here, or 746 days, 17 hours, 30 minutes, and zero seconds. And it's been exactly... Did you actually do the math? (laughs) I guess so. Uh, And it's been exactly one year, five months, and 16 days between when James and Brian last watched him for the podcast and watching him today. Needless to say, it's about time we got another appearance of the Clark King. (laughs) Thank you. Good. Fantastic work. Well done. Uh, last first is Mark, Mark Aquino. I almost said Marquino Oconi or something weird like that. Lanola Coney. <laughs> Lanola Kino. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Harley's Holiday or Harliday, if you will. It's nice. the Harley Show. Harley time. All day, every day. Harley for days. Harley forever and ever. A hundred years Harley. Harley one million percent boy. Feel free to smash random buttons on the soundboard. James. <laughs> Excuse just, me. I'm going to quote Rick and Morty like that. <laughs> I'm just reading from a WB marketing brochure. Anyway, I thought this episode was just okay. Not as good as Harlequinade, but not bad either. Oh, well, we didn't like Harlequinade, which is apparently the wrong opinion. <laughs> it's rare to see. We did not like it. Uh, it is rare to see a Harley-centric episode that has no Joker in it, unless you count the Joker-looking grenade that she pulls out of nowhere in the last five minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, where, where did she put that? Uh, predating her own series more than a quarter century later. Yeah, the new Harley Quinn show that's on Max. Uh, it's not mm. DCAU, so we won't be watching it. Maybe later. Performance-wise, Arlene Sorkin is still wonderfully manic as Harley Quinn. They kept saying how Har- uh, how Harley is now more mentally stable than ever, but literally everything she does this episode from the second she jumps for joy says otherwise. In Harley's defense, <laughs> though, yeah, she's like, yay, whoopee, or whatever the start. In Harley's defense, though, I feel like that says less about her and more about how incompetent the psychiatric team at Arkham are. Unreliable doctors, terrible security, and orderlies who are no less violent and corrupt than the inhabitants. Gee, Mr. Wayne, you got all the money in the world. Why not put some of that money into making Arkham Asylum better? This is why they say, eat the rich. (laughs) If I had a nickel for every time a major villain on this show said that society is to blame for the way they are, I'd have two nickels, which isn't much, but it's actually not odd that it happened more than once if you really think about it. Also, (laughs) if I had a nickel for every time I referenced this Doofenshmirtz meme, I'd now have three nickels. (laughs) 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 But if if you're counting the, the total on the show from any listener, it's way more nickels than that. Uh, that shot of Harley on roller skates chewing bubblegum and walking her hyenas is 100% a vibe. Reminds me of the oh, yeah. famous image of Salvador Dali walking his pet anteater and giving zero fucks while doing so. I have not seen that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, we're going to Google. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're going to look this up. Oh, my God. 
Whoa. <laughs> I had no well, idea. If you yeah. haven't seen that before, it's time for you to go to the <laughs> internet. It's time to type that in. Uh, Boss Biggest Bear Hug is the number one podcast host of this year, Multiverse of Ours, Jiggity Jig, and Mr. Bristles. Speaking of <laughs> Mr. Bristles? <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of holidays, by the time next week's epi- uh, podcast airs, it'll be April 21st, which is yours truly's birthday. I'll be 27 this year, and all I want for my birthday is for Brian to serenade me with his guitar. But hey, who wouldn't want that for their birthday? Thanks for letting me be a part of this oddball community of ours. Till next week, Smoke Bomb. Hold up. It's your birthday. Brian's going to the other room to get the guitar. James edited out several seconds of silence, and now Brian is back with his guitar to serenade you for the birthday or whatever. What am I playing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's a good That was like an Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I, I, I literally don't know who. Like, I know who Ed Sheeran is, but I was just talking with Laura the other day being like, I don't know. Everybody knows who this is, and... I don't. Actually, I just realized that's Passenger. That's not Ed Sheeran, what I was just singing. But anyway, <laughs> don't you know happy birthday immediately? No. Happy, happy, happy birthday. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. That doesn't seem right at all, does well, it? Well, Brian's practicing. I'll let you know that if you want to hear more discussion about this episode, you can check out the DCAU Review and Tim Talk podcasts, also available on the Pod Tower YouTube channel, just like this podcast. And thank you to Kimmy Cooney Phoenix Viltzu and, of course, Brother Broderick for all our musical themes, including this one that he's about to play. <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should I do it sweetly? Happy birthday. What, yeah, is that a yes on doing it sweetly? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Happy birthday <laughs> to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Mark Aquino! I scared the dogs. Oh, no. I rose. <laughs> well, uh, I, think uh, that's, I think that's the show. Was that sweet enough? <laughs> yeah, it was great. I don't know how I didn't expect that. Uh, like, I should know by now. <laughs> you should. <laughs> uh, next week's episode, Brian. You want to hear what yes. it's called? It's called Make Them Laugh. Oh, that's oh, not the so right button. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a what? Joker episode. Okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> what happens He's, i i know i keep going back to this but with like the 89 uh-huh. that it is batman with this whole like laughing gas thing yeah uh <laughs> joker's going to do a joker thing <laughs> That's a great prediction i mean he's gonna he's gonna no it can't be that straightforward make him laugh do you remember do you recognize that phrase from anything are you familiar with singing in the rain uh no. Oh, okay. That's a Is that a sing it's a, it's a singing in the rain thing? The rain song. Well, it's not like Is it going to be a Batman musical? It's no, it's not. Oh. That will happen at some point. What? <laughs> not the whole episode, but <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, that might even be more uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. I, the entire episode. I don't know. Joker, 
Uh, Joker takes an apprentice. Mm, okay. okay. That can't be right. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Not entirely, but... <laughs> it doesn't sound like I'm entirely wrong, and I'm very surprised by that. You'll see next week, baby. Yeah. Okay, baby. So we do. Please subscribe to the Pod Towers YouTube channel for all new DCAU podcasts every week. And leave us a like over there on today's episode to help spread us around the interwebs. Also, leave please leave us a five-star review on whatever the hell you're listening to this on. And you may hear your review read on the show. Did you see any reviews worth reading on Spotify that I can't see? Uh, I can't see reviews. Cool. Can Why I? not? You should be able know. to. I don't, I don't know. know. New episodes of this podcast are released every Friday on the Pod Tower, as well as your favorite podcast feed and watchtowerdatabase.com. The end. <laughs> we just cut the show we don't know how to get out of stuff how do we transition to the next thing how do we end the podcast how do we start the podcast how do we do the podcast how do we be the podcast jimmy just eat play the clip world Whoa! <laughs> there we go bye 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 home again home again jiggity jig not for too long though Miss Vreeland dropped the kidnapping charges. With a little more hard work, you should be ready to re-enter society for good. Yay. There's one thing I gotta know. How'd you stay with me all day, risking your butt for someone who's never given you anything but trouble? I know what it's like to try and rebuild a life. I had a bad day too, once. Nice guys like you shouldn't have bad days. Call me. Don't press your luck. Ah, what are you looking at?